Okay. So we are doing Canto 5, Chapter 20. It's called Studying the Structure of the Universe. The great sage Sukhdev Goswami said, Hereafter I shall describe the dimensions, characteristics and the forms of the six islands beginning with the island of Laksha. At Sumeru mountain is surrounded by Jambudvipa. Jambudvipa is also surrounded by an ocean of salt water. The breadth of Jambudvipa is 100,000 yojanas which is 8 lakh miles and the breadth of the salt water ocean is the same. As a moat around a fort is sometimes surrounded by garden like forest. The salt water ocean surrounding Jambudvipa is itself surrounded by Plakshadvipa. The breadth of Plakshadvipa is twice that of the salt water ocean. In it there are in the other words 2 lakh yojanas which is a 1600000 miles on plakshadvipa there is a tree shining like a gold and as tall as a jambu tree on jambudvipa as its fruit is a fire with seven flames it is because this tree is a plaksha tree which the island is called plakshadvipa plakshadvipa was governed by the idhamajiva one of the sons of maharaj priyavrata he endowed the seven islands with the names of the seven sons divided the islands among the sons and then retired from their active life to engage in the devotional service of the lord the seven island varshas are named according to the names of the seven sons shiva yavasa subhadra santa shema amrata and abhaya in this seven tracts of land there are seven mountains and seven rivers the mountains are called manikuta vajrakuta indrasena jyotishman suparna hiranyashtiva and meghamala and the rivers are called aruna namna angirasi savitri suptabhata ratambara and satyambara one who can immediately be free from material contamination by touching or breathing in those rivers and the four castes of the people who live in the plakshadvipa that is hamsas patangas udhayarayanas satyangas purify themselves in that day in that way the inhabitants of plakshadvipa live for 1000 years they beautiful like the demigods and they beget children like the demigods by completely per- performing the ritualistic ceremonies mentioned in the vedas and by worshiping the supreme personality of godhead as represented by the sun god they attained the sun which is a heavenly planet this is the mantra by which the inhabitants aplakshadvipa worship the supreme lord let us take shelter to the sun god who is a reflection of lord vishnu the all expanding supreme personality of godhead the oldest of all the persons vishnu is the only worshipable lord he is the vedas he is the religion he is the origin of all auspicious and the inauspicious results we have always considered lord as auspicious not inauspicious so he is also inauspicious as well so see it is only a way of looking at the same thing you may say that you know sometimes some people die so why they die it may be a very bad omen a very bad thing but why can we say it's a good thing the moment we open our mouth and say acha ho gaya mar gaya it sounds very bad so you can't say those words 
So we have to say, you know, I am very sorry to hear that XYZ died. Though you are least bit sorry for that person. <laughs> you are not bothered. Yet, so what is it that is a qualifying factor? The good and the bad is which we say. There is nothing called good and nothing called bad. Being divine, the Lord is always in the equanimity state. There is no pluses and minuses, good and bad, while black and white. There are none, none of these things. It's always going to be in between, which is neither good nor bad. It's only when you have good that you qualify it with bad. You know that? Or only when you have black can you qualify it with white. But if everything is black, doesn't you don't understand that, isn't it? If everything is white, you won't understand that also. So you need a black to qualify white and white to qualify black. Both the things are required. If everybody is good in this world, how will you know they are good? Till there is somebody bad in this world, isn't it? So you will find that the good and the bad is also existing. These are potencies of the Lord. They are nothing like we keep on thinking that it is good and bad. There is nothing good and nothing bad in this world. It is the Lord's potency, the good and the bad. Okay. Lakshadipa is surrounded by an ocean of sugarcane juice equal to the breadth of an island itself. Similarly, there is then another island, Salmali Dvipa, twice as broad as the Lakshadipa. That is 400,000 Yojanas or 32,000 miles. And 32,000 100,000 miles eh, nah? and surrounded by all the equally broad body of water called Surasagara the ocean that tastes like liquor um, how many people would like to go to the sugar cane and the liquor field please raise your hands <laughs> so think about it there is a place where there is a sugar ocean okay, and then there is a place where the liquor ocean hmm. we are all like to go for a picnic at least no dry states, of course not. No dry states. So no Gujarat over there. And no Kerala also. Both these states are not allowed. <laughs> so, the son of Maharaj Priyavrata named Yagnabahu, the master of the Samaradipa, divided the island into seven tracts of land which corresponds to the name of the sons as Surochana, Sommanyasa, Ramanaka, Devavarsha, Paribhadra, Apayana and Avignata. In these tracts of land there are seven mountains, Swarasara, Satasranga, Vamadeva, Kunda, Mukunda, Pushpavarsha and Sahasrasruti. These are the seven rivers, Anumati, Sinivali, Saraswati, Kuhu, Rajni, Nanda and Raka. They are still existing. Strictly following the cult of Vajra, Varnasrama Dharma, the inhabitants of these islands who are known as Shruti Dharas, Vidyadharas, Vasundharas and Isandharas all worship the expansion of the Supreme Personality of Godhead named Soma, the Moon God. All these sounds very very strange. First and foremost, where is the universe? You tell your son who goes to this, you know, all these planetoriums and all, you'll say, there are so many islands and there are so many rivers and then there is one with liquor in it and one with sugar in it. (laughs) 
is going to wonder which planet you are from. <laughs> so, these are strange uh, incidents which are written over here. Simply speaking, you can understand everything is divided into different different categories. That's rivers, land, mountains, lakes, so on and so forth. Okay. Then there are objectified objectification. Like say for example, the river is made of this and the land is made of this. They are the, basically there are objectification on that. So what is this? So we'll come to that. And everything is named as per the children. Uh, we also we also love to do something like that. You know, we want to name our our house or something like that. We want to name it after our own kids. So, oh, did I miss out on T8? Oh my God. Okay. On Salmali Dwipa, there is a Salmali tree from which the island has taken its name. The tree is as broad and tall as the Plakshat tree. In other words, 100 yojanas, that is 800 miles broad and 1100 yojanas, which is 8800 miles tall. Learned scholars say that the gigantic tree is the residence of Garuda, the king of all the birds and carrier of Lord Vishnu. In that tree, Garuda offers Lord Vishnu his Vedic prayers. The son of Maharaj Priyavrata named Yajnibahu, the master of the Samaldipa, divided the islands into seven tracts of land. Now all these lands, the rivers, all these, we will do it slowly, slowly. Okay. Seven mountains we have done, then are seven rivers we have done. Strictly following the cult of Varnashram Dharma, the inhabitants of these islands are known as Shruti Dharas. So see, Virya Dharas, Vasun Dharas, and Isandharas. All worship the expansion of Krishna in the form of Soma, that is the moon god. The inhabitants of Samaldvipa, Varsha, the, the demigods of the moon in the following words. By his own ray, the moon, ray, moon god has divided the month into two fortnights, known as Shukla Paksha and Krishna Paksha, for the distribution of food grains to the Pitas and the demigods. The demigods of the moon is he who divides time and he is the king of all the residents of the universe. We therefore pray that we may remain our king and guide and offer him our respectful obeisance. Slowly, slowly the text will open up. Okay, How it will open up you have seen. Just now some little words have come in which has given you some indication. First is the words like you know sugar, ocean of sugar and then something came liquor and now something came food grains to the pitas. Now food grains to the pitas then the moon came into the picture and the type when, when they are su- supposed to be offered. Now all this distribution is happening over there. So slowly you know you will, you will yourself start understanding what is exactly being mentioned over here. Outside the ocean of the liquor is another island known as Kusadvipa which is 8 lakh yojanas wide and twice as wide as the ocean of liquor. As Samaladvipa is surrounded by a liquor ocean, Kusudvipa is surrounded by ocean of liquid ghee, as broad as the island itself. On Kusudvipa there are clumps of Kusha grass from which the island takes its name. The Kusha grass, which is created by the demigods by the will of the Supreme Lord, appears like a second form of fire, but with very mild and pleasing flames. Its young shoots illuminate all the directions. 
so we have come up with one more op, uh, item which is called the ghee and then the next item is called kusa grass now kusa dvipa kusa dvipa kusa is a grass dvipa is an island island full of grass which is made of kusa so we will again take up some more lines to understand this whole story o king another son of maharaj priyavrata hiranyarata was the king of this island he divided into seven parts which he delivered to his seven sons according to the right of inheritance the king then retired from the family life to engage in austerities the ma- the names of those sons are vasu vasudana dhruchi sutyavrata nabigupta vivikta and vamadev in these seven islands there are seven boundary mountains known as chakra chatushranga kapila chitrakuta devanika udhrovarama and dravina these are seven rivers known as ramyakulla madukulla mitravinda sutravinda devagarbha gretchuta and mantramala the inhabitants of the island of kushadvipa are celebrated as kushalas kuvidas abhyuktas and kulakas they are like the brahmanas kshatriyas vaishyas and the shudras respectively by bathing in the water of this river all become purified they are experts in performing ritualistic ceremonies according to the orders of the vedic scriptures thus they worship the lord in his aspect as a demigod of fire this is the mantra by which the inhabitants of kushadvipa worship the fire god oh fire god you are a part of the supreme personality of godhead hari and you carry with him all the offerings of sacrifice therefore we request you to offer to the supreme personality of godhead the yagnik uh ingredients we are offering the demigods for the lord is the real enjoyer so just like we have four castes there also in this kushaladipa we have four different kinds of people outside the ocean of clarified butter is another island known as karunachadipa which was measuring into one that is 1 crore 60 lakh 600000 yojanas twice the width of the ocean of clarified butter as kushadipa is surrounded by the ocean of clarified butter kaunchadipa is surrounded by the ocean of milk as broad as the land itself on kaunchadipa there is a great mountain known as kraunchha from which the island takes its name although the vegetables living on the slopes of mount kraunchha were attacked and devastated by the weapons of kartikeya The mountain has become fearless because it is always bathed in all the sides by the ocean of milk and protected by Varun Dev. The ruler of this island was another son of Maharaj Priyavrata. His name was Grahaspata, and he was very learned scholar. He also divided his own island among the seven sons. After dividing the islands into seven parts, namely according to the island names of the sons, Grahaspata Maharaj completely retired from family life and took shelter at the lotus feet of the Lord. the soul of all the souls who had all auspicious qualities thus he attained perfection seems very slow and boring no <laughs> you're just going slowly slowly it's like uh, reading out um, roll numbers <laughs> in class no roll number 1 2 and they'll start with a to z mm. The son of Maharaj Gratasprata was named Amma, Madura, Meghaprastha, Sudra, Sudhama, Brijastha, Lohitarna, and Vanaspati. In the island, there are seven mountains, 
which indicate the boundaries of the seven tracts of land which are the seven rivers the mountains are named shukla vardhamana bhojana uparbharina nanda nandana sarvavrata bhodbhadra the rivers are named as abhaya amrutuga aryaka tithivrati tithivati rupavati pati pavitravati and shukla the name of the kronchadweep are divided into four castes called purusha rishabhas dravinas and devakas using the water of the sanctified islands they worship the supreme personality of godhead by offering a palm full of water at the lotus feet of varuna the demigod who has a form of water is a form of water the inhabitants of kronchadweep are worshiped with the mantra O water of the rivers, you have ordained energy from the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, you purify the three planetary systems known as Bhuloka, Bhuvarloka and Swaloka. By your constituting nature, you take away the sins and that is why we are touching you. Kindly continue to purify us. Outside the ocean of milk is another island, Sakadvipa, which has a width of three, that is 32 lakhs Yojanas. As Kranchadvipa is surrounded by its own ocean of milk, Sakadvipa is surrounded by the ocean of churned yogurt, as broad as the island itself. <laughs> so you now you get yogurt. In Sakadvipa, there is a big Saka tree from where the island takes its name. The tree is very fragrant, indeed it lends its scent to the entire island. The master of this island, also one of the island's sons of Priyavrata, was known as Medhatiti. He also did divide the island into seven sections named according to the names of his own sons whom he named the king of that island the names of these sons are puravaja manovaja pavamana dhrumaranika chitrarepa bahurupa and vishwadhara after dividing the islands and situating the sons as his rulers medhi personally required and to fix his minds completely upon the lotus feet of the supreme personality of godhead he entered the forest suitable for meditation we shall do this we shall do it okay so just let me finish this whole thing it's very another 10 lines more to go so if you are feeling asleep <laughs> don't worry the mountains can wait <laughs> the rivers will held up okay for the land also there are seven boundary mountains and seven rivers the mountains are vishana urusringa bhalabhadra satakeshara sahasrasrota Devapala and Mahanasa. The rivers are Anaga, Aryuda, Ubhayasprithi, Aparajita, Panchapadi, Sahasrasruti and Nijadhirti. The inhabitants of these islands are divided into four castes, Ratavrata, Satyavrata, Dhanavrata and Anuvrata, which exactly resemble Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishyas and Shudras. It's a permutation and combination of sevens, okay? 7 to the power of n like that so you will find that there are so many islands there are so many rivers and every river there are so many things you keep on going it's always to the power of 7 so the they okay they practice pranayama and mystic yoga and in trance they worship the supreme personality of lord in the form of vayu everywhere i'm sure you have noticed a certain things the lord is in different different formats you will find that the supreme divine consciousness in some places is a fire some places it is vayu some places it is something else so we are we are going to keep this into account okay so just keep on thinking about it that we will we'll return back to this 
the inhabitants of Sakadvipa worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead in the form of Vayu. In the following words, a Supreme Person situated in the Super Soul within the body, you direct the various actions of the different airs such as Prana and thus you maintain all living entities. O Lord, O Super Soul of everyone, O Controller of the Cosmic Manifestation, under whom everything exists, you may protect us from all dangers. Everywhere the prayer is talking about the Lord. Again, note the point. Everywhere the, the prayer is starting to the Lord. And everywhere there is a mention. This is a very important mention. O Supreme Person, situated as the Super Soul within the body. So we are still talking about the body and we are talking about the Super Soul. We cannot go outside the body because the whole universe is within you, isn't it? The only thing is we just need to decipher where is this 7 to the power of 7. Everywhere, you know, that is the point. So now I am sure you must have seen. Some of the things that have arrived over here are liquor, milk, curd, you know that. All these things have come. And then Vayu is in the form of a particular Devata. So he is in the form of Vayu. Vayu is air, you know, we keep on breathing. Pranayama happens because of Vayu, isn't it? So, the, those connected to this particular domain of seven islands, connected to this domain of Vayu, they will have one particular characteristic. Those who are connected to liquor, basically it's not talking about liquor, liquor, the uh, alcohol type of liquor. It is that which keeps you intoxicated. Intoxication in the form of enticement. You know, we get attracted towards certain things. So you will find that, now you are going to ask me, what do you mean by enticement, attraction towards certain things? You know, we are addicted to certain things. Addiction is there within us. It is as if in our blood we have liquor flowing, so liquor attracts liquor, so you go and drink liquor, okay? You understand this whole point? You will find that those who are uh, on a particular path, they get attracted towards that path for whatever reasons they might be. We call them wrong reasons. There are no wrong reasons in this world. There is something within you that attracts those things. I'm sure you have seen, you know. Uh, as a young son or a daughter, you must have seen, you know, that all kinds of creatures come and stand next to you. That is, you have a gang, isn't it? I am sure in your college or in your school or in your locality, you had a gang of guys around you. You attract those kind of people, you know. So, they all come together for a particular reason. Similarly, girls, women also have their own gangs. They also attract a certain kind. It is all happening because of inherent qualities. The qualities are there. So don't take the literal meaning of the word that there is an ocean of liquor and there is an ocean of sugar. There is nothing like ocean of liquor and sugar. First place is we will all want to go over there. Chalo, we will free bottling. milega. What? Scotland Why? Because they all love scotch. What? And women will say they love that double uh, seven from there. That's why Scotland was not given away. So, <laughs> so did you understand? We all, you know, we say these words, but we don't remember, we don't uh, have noticed them. We say birds of a feather flock together. 
it is a quality which is inherent in us if we are that you know studious kind you know all studious guys will come together and then then you are all sitting either in the library or maybe in now today nowadays they still sit in starbucks starbucks and mcdonalds they love to sit in such type of places for 3 hours 4 hours doing their homework and in every mcdonald and starbucks it's written over there you know this is not the place to do your homework <laughs> because we have to serve other customers our new customers are very important they take one 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 glass of latte and they sit over there for 3 hours 4 hours and using free wifi imagine <laughs> starbucks means free wifi you know so everybody loves to do that so it's all that birds of a feather flock together like that in the same way in our body in our inner being we have this kind of attractions and repulsive powers some people do not even like the smell of cigarette you know that somebody is smoking they will go away from that place because it is repulsive to them but some of them will actually stand over there and take the smell and they are attracted towards that in the same way where all different qualities are concerned sometimes in uh, in a girl you know you say this girl attracts the wrong kinds of boys have you heard this word say said to people <laughs> there is this girl she attracts the wrong kinds of boys of course she will attract the wrong kinds of boys that is her characteristic okay she is made to be like that so it's all in the characteristic so now you will understand that there are all these islands islands are specific places where a certain characteristics develops you understand you will say if you recollect in the last chapter we had done the last to last chapter we had done something he said that shri ram came from a particular place he was very fair and so on and so forth and you know not fair actually what we are talking about is he came from a particular caste and he was a particular type of a kinsman oh that means he is a particular type of a kinsman and then a particular other type of kinsman came from another domain what is this domain you will find that we also say it in terms of genetics we say father mother is uh, fair so the child is also fair and suppose the child turns out witish complexion then everybody has a problem bola ye oh my great grandmother na she was like that <laughs> the yojanas yojana ideas no idea sarji you know yojana means an idea you know that no see in yojana basically one yojana is equal to 8 miles 8 miles okay if you go by that that means one island is going to be touching the moon most probably it doesn't happen like that nothing like that happens okay so one yojana is basically a length 8 is the figure okay 8 is the figure so 18 of the distance you have to keep it cutting down to so you will find that the yojana basically translates into how much time does it take for one particular thing to reach the other domain one to the other and then time and the length is calculated remember this length and time came into effect because of arbitrary reasons what are the arbitrary reasons the sun is going you know the sun is there and we are going around the sun so we should calculate 24 hours like last time i said we can have 10 hour day who says why should we have a 60 minute cycle 
why not have a 100 minute hour we are doing metric systems no kya no so wo bolega ye nahi chalta hai metric fail joke mara <laughs> so think about it we are not allowed because there are, there are certain parameters which we take into account the yojanas are based on is equal to 8 8 miles okay but don't go by that it doesn't work like that we'll come to it so i hope you are getting the point again the wind god is the supreme power of say krishna that is the supreme divine consciousness is in the form of a vayu so where is vayu concerned vayu is concerned basically with the track of breathing isn't it so where is the breathing happening the exchange of gases the breathing happens through trachea nose down up to the lungs so on and so forth and then it goes right up to the heart basically where the exchange of oxygen happens this is oxygenation and deoxygenation that is what happens isn't it we can't call it reduction over there it's only deoxygenated <laughs> reduction means changing into a different kind of a formula no no nothing like that happens it is oxygenated blood and deoxy blood okay so that that's how it works now the tracheal region then there was another region where the god is in a particular some other form so like that if you keep on looking at it you will understand that they are talking about some regions they are talking about the seven islands they are talking about the seven domains they are talking about the seven rivers that are flowing that means how does the system work the land is connected by rivers which are emptying into the ocean where is the ocean one of the oceans i can guide you it's called the heart the entire rivers you know it empties into the heart no think about it the region where the blood circulation from all the body comes and pours itself into the heart in the form of deoxygenated blood and then it is getting purified and then it goes out auricles and ventricles you must have heard of then the aorta so these are nothing but what we call them in in this book whoever has said you know they are calling it rivers because how do you compare to the world outside so we call it rivers there is nothing like a river inside the body okay let us assume you become very small a very tiny speck and then then you will say oh i was flowing through this river and then i emptied myself into the aorta okay sir very good <laughs> in which ocean did you enter so it could be like that you understand what i'm saying so like that there are various domains like the domain for air where would the air finally terminate into a big ball it would terminate into the lungs so the space of the lungs that would be another domain where we can say you know the entire region over there is full of those alveoli so small round balls you know where the air goes into it's again a formation if you see how it is it's in the form of a big round balloon and the air is entering like that you just think about it how does the air enter air is entering like this you know in the form of 1 2 3 4 like that 
it's entering the balloon and blowing it up and then it is expanding and then it is collapsing so on and so forth happens so there are these kind of seven domains in our body okay the higher domains are connected to thoughts we believe that the thoughts emanate from the mind isn't it but which kind which is the place in the mind where the thoughts emanate from so we say that the thoughts emanate oh i was thinking people say you know where you remember i have been thinking very hard sir you are right about it thinking <laughs> thinking happens in your brain so the river the place where the ocean ocean of knowledge these are allegorical tales remember don't go by the real meaning and you know, what is written over there ocean of thoughts where does it come from it's called the ocean of knowledge so that is also another dvipa sir you got it huh? again where does the juices come from you know if you actually see we have the liver producing certain juices isn't it it all enters into stomach and the intestine it just comes out imagine i am sure you know have you ever seen sometimes when if you if you open your mouth suddenly you know the saliva shoots out chup like that it it comes in a form of a stream have you seen it's a compression of the saliva glands and suddenly it will all come out and you say i'm sorry 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 and try to clean the thing <laughs> mess in front of you these are these are extensions where does the river end in the mouth a portion of mouth so what is it that we are talking about just now you see what we are talking about i said liver the entrance is into stomach mouth salivary glands entering into that what are these one more domain digestive juices you understand the digestive juices that is there there is a place where hydrochloric acid is formed hydrochloric acid how does it get formed in the stomach isn't it 0.5 right right <laughs> we need to do a revision of science i think or <laughs> most of you must be sleeping you must have gone to sleep only <laughs> i think it is a good thing you know why because you your children are going to learn a lot science lessons are there no so tomorrow when you are sitting with your own son and all say like, okay you know in the stomach there are different juices coming <laughs> bilirubin and bilirubin are bolak are my dad also knows all these things all right guru ji taught us just recently he was telling you all the things that are happening around in different different dwipas then surely you will wonder which dwipa he is talking about all right so let us continue the inhabitants of the sakadivipa worship the supreme personality of godhead in the form of vayu in the following words so this is like a prayer okay or say a supreme person situated in the super soul within the body you direct the various actions of the different airs such as prana and thus you maintain all living entities i am ho- i'm sure you now are getting to the point you know understand this verse it's telling you about vayu and then it is telling you about prana naturally it is connected to the trachea all right 
and thus you maintain all living entities O Lord, O Super Soul of everyone, O Controller of the Cosmic Manifestation under whom everything exists, you may protect us from all dangers. Breathing, definitely, it protects us from danger. Outside the ocean of Yoghurt is another island known as Pushkaradvipa. Now, Yoghurt, you know Yoghurt, where Yoghurt is formed? Drink milk and see where it goes inside the stomach and then what happens? Suppose you puke it out, you know, it comes in the form of Yoghurt. It's a coagulated mass of milk. That is why children know when they when they vomit, that smell is there, no? That is because it has entered into the stomach, the hydrochloric acid has gone and destroyed that whole thing. <laughs> so that is yogurt. Alright. So why twice as wide as the ocean of yogurt? It is surrounded by an ocean of very tasteful water as broad as the island itself. On Pushkar Dvipa, there is a great lotus flower with a, I don't know how many, 100,000 pure gold petals as effulgent as the flame of fire. These lotus flowers is considered the sitting place of Lord Brahmaji, who is the most powerful living being and who is therefore sometimes called Bhagwan. Remember from the yogurt, we have come to another domain. Where, what is he talking about? There is a place where Brahmaji is sitting, pure water is flowing and then there are lotuses. See, do you want me to read that? There is a great lotus flower. Okay? And there are millions of petals as effulgent as the flames of fire. That lotus flower is considered the sitting place of Lord Brahma who is the most powerful living being and who is therefore sometimes called Bhagwan. Why is he called Bhagwan? Because he is sitting on the lotus flower. Remember, he is a five-headed person. Okay? On top, he is sitting. With that Kamal coming from below. If, if you were to enter the stomach, you know what is going to happen after the stomach, where do you enter? You are entering into the small intestine. You know how co- coiled that thing is? It's a very long coil, literally like a rope. Goes like this, like this, like this, like this, like this, all over the place. Right? Just where the small intestine is, it is the, the large intestine is surrounding like this and the small intestine is in the center place. Okay? It is connecting to the large intestine. This place, from where, this is the place where this particular domain starts. Alright? Of whom? Of Brahmaji. He is the guy who is responsible for this domain and there clean river water is there. Why? What do you mean by clean water? See, very tasteful water. The major digestion happens in this domain, isn't it? The absorption, remember the absorption happens. Why is the small intestine so much coiled? It's because the absorption happens in that domain. It is the most purified form. The essence of food is taken from there. Got it? Alright. In the middle. Of that island is a great mountain named Manastotra, which forms the boundary between the inner side and the outer side of the island. Its breadth and height are 10,000 yojanas. On that mountain are four directions which are residential quarters of demigods such as Indra. In the chariot of the sun god, the sun travels to the top of the mountain in an orbit called Samavatsara. Now, sun god has come into the picture. I told you this is the domain of the solar plexus, isn't it? That is why the sun movement is there. The movement of the sun 
okay that is where it happens so encircling mount meru the sun's path on the northern side is called uttarayana do you remember in the bhagavad gita we had done this verse right when the sun is climbing on the uttarayana that time a person is supposed to live his life that means he will reach the particular domain of good god and all that and when the dakshinayan when the sun is down at that point in time a person reaches another worlds so remember that middle portion you know where the small intestine is huh the middle portion of it is the basic place where we have solar plexus the sun god lives over there just next to it is the mount meru all right the sun path on the northern side is called uttarayan and the path on the southern side is called dakshinayan one side represents a day for the demigods and the other represents the night the ruler of this island the son of maharaj priyavrata named vittihotra had two sons named ramanaka and dhataki he granted the two sides to the island of the two sons and then personally engaged in activities for the sake of the supreme personality of godhead like his elder brother medhatithi for the fulfillment of the material desires the inhabitants of the track of land worship the supreme personality of godhead represented by lord brahma they offer prayer to the lord as follows lord brahma is known as karma maya the form of ritualistic ceremonies because by performing ritualistic ceremonies one may attain the position and become the vedic ritualist him becomes manifest from him he is devoted to the supreme personality of godhead without deviation and therefore in one sense he is not different from the lord nevertheless he should be worshiped not as a monist worship him but in duality one should always remain a servitor to the supreme lord the supreme worshipable deity we therefore offer our respectful obeisance unto the lord brahma the form of manifest vedic knowledge thereafter beyond the ocean of the sweet water and fully surrounded in it is a mountain named lohaloka which divides the countries that are full of sunlight from those not lit by the sun beyond the ocean of the sweet water is a tract of land as broad as the area between the mount of middle of the mount sumeru and the boundary of manasotra mountain in that tract of land there are many living beings beyond it extending to lokaloka mountain is another land which is made of gold because of its golden surface it reflects like like the surface of the mirror and any physical article that falls into the land can be perceived can never be perceived again all living entities therefore have abandoned their golden land you will wonder what you are talking about beyond this region is another region we came to the another region where everything is golden in color and anything which falls into this golden thing nobody will want to touch it see some of you started laughing i am mean, sure you understand what is this golden stuff over there nobody wants to dip their fingers in this golden and pick out anything from there so understand it's full of shit <laughs> between the land even inhabited by living entities and those that are uninhabited stands a great mountain which separates the two and which is therefore called the lokaloka by the supreme will of krishna the mountain known as lokaloka has been installed into the outer border of the three worlds bhurlok bhuvarlok and swarlok do you remember this i told you the three lokas are down there and how the whole separation has happened and now the other lokas are starting where ha huh? so now 
to control the rays of the sun throughout the universe. All the luminaires from the sun to Dhruva Loka distribute their rays throughout the three worlds but only within the boundary formed by this mountain. Because it is extremely high, extending even higher than Dhruva Loka, it blocks the rays of the luminaires which therefore can never extend it. Learned scholars who are free from mistakes, illusions and propensities to cheat have thus described the planetary system with their particular symptoms, measurements and locations. Very beautifully put. Think about it. Only those learned scholars who are free from mistakes, who do not make a mistake, illusions and propensities to cheat. Those who don't want to cheat. Some bullshit people, you think about it. Here we are talking of something and there they are going to talk about, oh, there is a loka called this, Jambu Dvipa and Mar Loka and this loka and that. And you ask that fellow, okay, fine, where is it? Can you show me? Where is this yellow land? Okay, I don't know where it is. But there is, it's mentioned in the book. You don't know where it is. <laughs> the problem is these people don't understand. They are talking about some bullshit stuff which, which people believe exists somewhere else. No. So, how do this planetary system know? By means of particular symptoms. Symptoms. What does a person have? Symptoms. Isn't it? When you have cold, what is it affecting? A particular symptom is there, isn't it? Right? Thanda khane se hota hai, ye hota hai, wo hota hai. Correct or no? Cheek aati hai. Breathlessness hota hai. Asthma. Connected to the track. The breathing track, isn't it? Trachea. Some problems associated with stomach. Stomach upset. When the thing overflows. Do you understand? These are symptoms associated only with those who understand the symptoms, the measurements and the locations. These three things should be known to the person. With great deliberation, they have established the truth that the distance between Sumeru mountain and the mountain known as Loka Loka is one-fourth the diameter of the universe. One-fourth the diameter of the universe, in other words, one billion miles. So now, you have been given one very important clue over here. The clue is the distance between Sumeru mountains and the mountain in Loka Loka. That distance is 1 billion miles. If that distance is equal to 1 billion miles, that is only so much of distance by the way. Okay. Which is the two mountains that we are talking about? One is just above the solar plexus. Just above the solar plexus because the sun rises like that. So just above the solar plexus, somewhere in your solar plexus. You know, just two, three fingers above your navel. That place is the solar plexus, that line of solar plexus. Above that is the Mount Meru. Now, we come to the navel and we go down still further, somewhere in the second chakra. Just above that is the second mountain called the Loka Loka. Now the distance between these two will be only so much, not much. You know, in, uh, in geography we have always drawn scale, isn't it? One inch is equal to so many kilometers. So in the map of India or some other place that we draw, don't we take what we call as a basic tenet like, you know, one inch is equal to so much or one centimeter is equal to so much, so many lakh miles or so many, something like that we take it. Think about it. The distance, actually they have given a very great classification over there. The classification is between these two mountains, 
approximately so much of that that should be around 4 inches or so 4 inches to 5 inches beyond that it's not there somewhere around 4 inches is equal to 1 billion miles or it is 125000 yojanas that is equal to that so this is the key the key is there so now understand this particular verse verse number 38 is giving us the key right on top of the lokaloka mountain are the four gajapatis gajapati gajapati gaja means elephant elephant isn't it like that they have the they have like this kya bolte hai usko trunk the trunk is always like this no you have you seen an elephant the elephant with a trunk which is coiled like this so the best of elephants which are established in the four direction by lord brahma the supreme spiritual master of the entire universe the names of these are rishabha pushkarachuda vamanayana parajita they are rep- responsible for maintaining the planetary systems of the universe the supreme personality of god it is the master of all the transcendental opulences and the master of the spiritual sky he is the supreme person bhagwan the super soul of everyone the demigods led by indra the king of heavens are interested in be seeing to these affairs of the material world to benefit all living beings in all the varied planets and to increase the power of those elephants and of the demigods the lord manifests himself on top of this mountain in a spiritual body uncontaminated by the modes of material natures surrounded by his personal expansion and assistant like the vishwaksena he has to exhibits all perfect opulences such as religion and knowledge and his mystic power such as anima lagima mahima is beautifully situated and he is decorated by that beautiful weapons in his four hands the various forms of the supreme personality of god such as narayana and vishnu are beautifully described with different weapons the lord exhibits this forms to maintain all the varied planets created by his own personal potencies yoga maya so now this is the place where the womb is isn't it the womb this is the place where the divine lord takes birth he is basically born over there even in our normal life the place where actual procreation happens so there you get a god which is full of opulences that is a place where remember the child is being placed over there in the womb inside the womb when the child is placed the divine lord is manifesting inside that place in that child itself isn't it that is the reason why is mentioned that he comes with various opulences various potencies various kinds of powers isn't it and who is the um, uh, divining goddess over there she is called yoga maya the potency of the divine lord for him to appear over there correct she is the one who makes the person appear my dear king outside loka loka mountain is a tract of land known as aloka varsha which is extending for the same breadth of the area within the mountain in other words uh, 125000 uh, miles uh, that is 1 billion miles beyond aloka varsha is the destination of those who aspire for liberation from the material world it is beyond the jurisdiction of the material modes of nature and therefore it is completely pure lord krishna took arjuna through this place to bring back the sons of the brahmana just at the back of this particular domain which is in front lies the the domain where krishna took arjuna remember the there is a story where arjuna promises this person 
that I will see to it that your children don't get killed. You know, remember the story. Alright? And Arjuna creates an entire uh, kavach made of his arrows and he thinks that Yamdeva cannot enter. But when he enters and he sees that the lady had delivered the child and the child was dead. So Arjuna then goes to Krishna and asks him, why is it that I who has been so pure in my heart has not been able to save the child? So Krishna says, that is something which is called an ego. Even with your purity you have an ego. Even if you are pure with heart you still have an ego saying that I can show that I can hold up life. Life cannot be held by anybody. So that is the reason why he has to go with Sri Krishna to this domain which is far away to the back of the this particular mountain which is the Lokaloka mountain is in front. Remember now Lokaloka mountain I don't want to tell you again. Just behind the mountain on the back side of the human being. That particular plane is called where he has to go and see those children. The sun is situated vertically in the middle of the universe. In the area between Bhurlok and Bhavarlok. Which is called Antariksha or the outer space. Okay. You know, solar plexus again. The distance between the sun and the circumference of the universe is 25 kotis. That is 2 billion miles. The sun god is also known as Vairaja, the total material body of all living entities. Because he entered the dull egg of the universe at the time of creation, he is called Martanda. He is also known as Hiranyagarbha because he received the material body from Hiranyagarbha, that is Lord Brahma. All these names that are there, Martanda, Anda, Anda is the last, okay, suffix as we call it, no? Marth, dead, Anda, egg. Dead, egg, martanda. Right. <laughs> These words have their own specific meaning. If you go to the Sanskrit dictionary, it's going to give you some other meaning. So, I don't know. <laughs> o king, the sun god and the sun planet divide all the directions of the universe. It's only because of the presence of the sun that we can understand what the sky, the higher planets, the worlds and the lower planets are. It's also because of the sun that we can understand which plan places are for material enjoyment, which are for illiberation, which are hellish and subterranean. All living entities including demigods, human beings, animals, birds, insects, reptiles, creepers and trees depend upon the heat and the light by the sun god from the same sun planet. Furthermore, it is because of the sun's presence that all living entities can see and therefore he is called Drigeshwara, that is the personality of Godhead presiding over sight. This ends the fifth canto. 20th chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam. So, we have described basically the entire structure of the universe. Again, where is the structure of the universe? The structure of the universe is nowhere outside in this world. It is within you, which is which you need to understand. There is no other place that you need to go and visit. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, we can stop over here. If there are any questions, I will take them.